it, all you fucks. You wanted the best. Well, the best couldn't be here. Live from the No Holds Bar dungeon, it's guns and fucking roses. It's guns. I'll know what you are. How was that for an intro? Uh, that that was pretty sweet. I don't know who Guns and Roses are. I I know the gun is here, but uh, are you roses? I guess I guess I'm the roses. Okay. What what does that mean? I don't smell like roses. <laughs> <laughs> no, apparently you smell like shit because you were farting. I was all fucking night. farting all goddamn night. Kept and you up. Exactly. <laughs> I I honestly think I farted a couple times so hard that I woke myself up. But in oh. any case, this is episode number, we believe, 26 of the No Holds Barred podcast. Sounds right. I lost track after 20. Yeah, you know, you know me too. The podcast, it left home. It started drinking. <laughs> we can't find it anymore. It comes back once, like, every two weeks. Yeah, just when, and, whenever it yeah, needs money. Yeah. All right. So, we again, we believe episode number 26 of the No Holds Barred podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, we got a fun fucking show for you tonight. Tonight, today, whatever. <laughs> it's, uh, it's sometime. Exactly. We were uh, we could have potentially had our very first ever in-house guest today. Unfortunately, I didn't get to him in enough time, and he was working today. But uh, we actually hope to get him on for next week. So that would be great. And Possibly. it'd be cool. Our first ever in-house guest. We've never had one in-house before. We've had guests, just haven't had one yeah. in-house. You know, we can work around the schedule. Exactly. So. We'll figure something the yeah. fuck out. We'll we'll get we'll get For him on sure. here. It's going to be exciting. For sure. Uh, and one other thing I wanted to point out from the last podcast, we had someone in our chat stream. I think whose name was that Wrestle Guy, yeah, or like Wrestle Guy One or something like that. I finally found out who that was. Who? See, I thought it was Cody Nodding, and right. we kept calling him Cody Nodding. Yeah, but it wasn't Cody Nodding. It was Dylan Gorman, aka Dylan Sharp, what? aka. UCW and one-time TCW wrestling talent, right? Uh, wow. So you know what? It, it was that was that was very that was very interesting because he came up to me at the Twin City Wrestling Show, which we're going to talk about the show that went down on November second. Uh, we're going to talk a little bit about it. So it's it's no holds barred, but it's got a little bit of last fan standing in there too. So we'll give you everything that you guys love. Uh, yeah, it was uh, it was uh, it was Dylan uh, Dylan Gorman and uh, we got to have a little bit of a conversation uh, kind of stemming back to that whole like first interview that we did with right. Doug and right. uh, Mark Maverick and everything like that. So it kind of stemmed back to that and uh, we just kind of had a chance to talk a little bit uh, a little bit about that. And uh, I mean, we've we've had conversations too about this whole like UCW versus TCW thing. That, right. Like, well, chances are we kind of built it up in our own heads. We kind of did a we, little we bit. We were kind. We were the marks on that we, one. We were the we, marks on that. We one. heard a lot of stories. Yeah, back yeah. and forth about it, and Absolutely. we kind of made our own opinions. Now, at the last show, Doug Martin was there. Chuck Martin. Chuck Martin. Sorry. Doug Martin. Doug well, Martin. I'm, I'm putting two names together on that one. <sighs> That'd be a terrible. That would be bad. <laughs> that that's just horrible. <laughs> the combination of those two guys and no, uh, and his ring technician was there also. Uh, which, yes, which um, we'll get to that because it was uh, a great help. Yeah, um, Wiener. 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 Yeah. Right on. Yeah. Weird. He was a great guy. I got to shake his hand. He was real. It was it was a real good guy. Yeah. So I think I think we'll take this opportunity on behalf of both of our podcasts and on behalf of ourselves to kind of you know what just 
squash the beef a little bit. Yeah. Like there there'll be no there, down talk exactly anymore for UC for UCW. We're gonna we're gonna be getting you know, rid of that uh, stuff. Yeah. Um while I don't think either of us are re- still really huge fans of the product, we're just not gonna make it a focal point right. anymore. No like, TNA. T- oh, T- wow. TNA. But, I will yeah. shit in TNA's yeah. foul little mouth until the day that it dies. <laughs> but <laughs> any any wrestling fan with taste will also do that. So that that's fine. But well, even though Nick is Nick is wearing his 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 TCW hat, we're still big TCW fans, obviously. But we're just we're just we're not gonna shit on UCW anymore. Although they have done some terrible things in the past. Now <laughs> that's the last, but that's the last thing we'll say. So let's get on to what the people actually came here for, which is us kind of shooting the shit. Okay. I see we have a viewer in the chat stream whose name is Thunderpin. See, you people keep coming up with these new names and shit. We, none of us can identify you. <laughs> so Thunderpin, thank you very much for being here, and please let us know who you are. Big thumbs up to you, though, for Yay. showing up. Uh, what's new, sir? What's new? What's new? Uh, I said back a couple of podcasts ago that I put in for a membership at the uh, Liverpool Fire Department, the Volunteer Fire Department, because when I was living in the city, I was in uh, Halifax Regional Search and Rescue for about nine years. Yeah. Moved Wait, down. Were you really there that long? Yeah. Oh, wow. Right Yeah. On. Next cool. year will be uh, 10 years, but... Um, I, I won't be active for ten years, so I won't right. get my ten year plaque. Oh, okay, right on. I, I'm I might. You hmm. know, there's always there's always good possibility for that. Right, fair enough. Uh and I moved down here, checked out the Liverpool search and rescue, a bunch of old guys. All right, fair enough. Yeah. It's just <laughs> it, it, it's not what I'm used to. Right. So I put in my application for volunteer fire department. Cool. And uh yeah. Yesterday, I got a call, got voted in. Nice. Got my pager. Nice. Got a uh, got a key to the building. Are they going to let you carry a gun? <laughs> it's fire department, man. Hey. <laughs> Seriously? All you got to do is you got to pick one fire, shoot it, and send a message. <laughs> Jesus. Uh no that that's that's really cool though sir I'm glad I'm glad that uh, I'm glad that you got voted in and uh, cuz that cuz that's always nice too it's always nice that you can like walk up and it's not one of those things like hey can I be a part of the volunteer fire department and they're like yeah here you go yeah like they actually the fact that they actually had to deliberate oh, yeah. on it and vote you in and that the fact that they did yeah. very cool most definitely and I mean I'm I'm excited to learn it's just yeah. you know getting to go and Helping out on medical calls and right. and fires, you know, actually putting out fires and helping the community. I mm. mean, that's that's a big deal. Absolutely, for sure. Uh, we've established that Thunderpin is in fact Cody nodding. So hi, Cody. We're waving. I'm waving. Bye. Now we're both waving. All right, right on. <laughs> Sweet. Uh, what's up, Cody? Thanks for thanks for stopping by, bud. Um, yeah, and uh, you also had a little bit of news from your day job, basically. The job your your my day job uh, yes oh yes I um I have gone on split shifts okay. at work meaning I go in in the morning mm-hmm. uh I come home for about four hours in the afternoon which is nice I can come home cook a full meal probably get a little bit of sleep yeah exactly like a day before and go back in 
uh, which is really awesome. Mm. I, I have been enjoying them. Nice. The yeah. only the only bad thing is uh, later on in the evening is when the Best Buy students call in. Okay. They're quite new and they don't know much of anything. So. Ouch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Headaches. But um. Still pretty good. Yeah, it's it's nice to kind of break up what is you what is what like a an eight hour day. Yeah, like four hours. Then you go home for four hours. And then you're back in for four hours. Yeah. That kind of thing. So yeah, it's you know it's nice nice to break up an eight hour day with kind of a four hour in between. Like you said, you can come home, cook a full meal, pop a movie in, have a nap, whatever you need to do. Oh yeah, for sure. Cool. Yeah. Nice. I if, enjoy it. Yeah. If if I ever got shifts that long at work, I would enjoy a, <laughs> I would enjoy a situation like that. Um, nice. Excellent. Um, what's new in your life? What's new in my life? Yeah. My life is just a pile of action on top of a pile of money with many beautiful women. No, um, it must be action. You're still in your, your, uh, I'm still in my, I'm still in my pajamas, man. I am. If, if that's not action packed, I don't know what is, I'm telling you mile, mile a minute. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Jesus, uh, still in my, still in my, uh, pajamas at two 45 in the afternoon on a Saturday, uh, which, you know, whatevs it is what it is. Um, we finally, and this is a nice postscript to something that I've talked about so many times on this podcast, but it finally, like, our dreams came true. Fucking Christmas came early. We finally hired somebody. That's nice. I did. I can see the look in your eyes there, too. It fucking blew your mind. I know. Because <laughs> I've just been... like the day actually happened. Exactly. Like, Hell I've been, froze over. I've been talking about this shit since May. <laughs> like, it's been a long ass <laughs> time. But yes, we finally hired, uh, we've hired two, actually. We hired, I believe we hired two, uh, just for seasonal, obviously. So only around till probably middle of January. Mm-hmm. But like just enough time to get the holiday season over with, the returns over with, and, and all that jazz. Uh, we hired, uh, a, a nice, uh, nice younger woman named Angie. She's, okay. she's older than me. She's probably, uh, she's probably mid thirties. Uh, but yeah, we hired Angie. She's worked in the mall before. She's worked in retail before. It's it's awesome. She this is her second job. Right on. And she's great. She's picking it up super super fast. And I guess we've hired another girl that I haven't gotten the chance to meet yet. But we finally just fucking finally hired somebody. And like I've been on my boss's ass for months. Like you, all the things that have happened to us and our coworkers at work. Like just. Uh, one the one girl getting married and then getting sick, and another girl going on a long vacation and just vacations through the summer and everything. It's like you have to hire, you have to hire. Please, God, hire someone. Mm. And she waited until November to do it, but we finally got somebody hired. So, hooray! hooray. Maybe five of us don't have to run that store, <laughs> which would God. be very very nice. Plus, we got the girl coming back from maternity in January, so that'll be good too. Uh, aside from that, uh, I've talked a couple times on the podcast about um, my kind of struggles with food and with snacking and, right. and overeating and things like that. Right. Unfortunately, I have to say I had my first uh, sna- like junk food related relapse in about a year. Did you? Yeah, I, it, it happened happened last night because like all, we got we got virtually nobody for Halloween. Like we got, we're used to getting between a hundred to one hundred and sixty kids 
like ha- consistently every Halloween. Well, that Halloween night wasn't the best night. It wasn't to go out. It wasn't, but there have been worse that we've still gotten a lot of kids at. We got literally like forty really? this year. We got nobody. Wow. So all this Halloween candy's been sitting around, and I didn't have that temptation last year because we got we only bought enough for the actual kids that we got. Right. So it wasn't sitting around all year last year. But uh, but unfortunately, not all year, but after Halloween, you know what I mean. Uh, but unfortunately, we didn't get a lot of kids this year. Ergo, a bunch of Halloween candy sitting around the house. And I was last night, I got home from work, and I was just like, oh, fuck it. So I ate like a bunch of those little bags of chips uh, and little chocolate bars. Once you and open stuff like that. one, it's just like it, it it's gets addictive. It's fucking impossible. It's to... almost like there's a there's a prize in the bottom of the friggin' bags, or the chips have cocaine on them. It's it's <laughs> there's something in there that you can't you can't eat just one little bag. So I, I literally ended up eating like ten little bags of cheesies and like three or four little bags of Doritos and stuff like that. So I'm just like, but. A funny thing happened, and like, yeah, it it sucks that I did that because I was doing so good, you know. I over a year without any like huge relapses, you know what I mean? Like the the closest thing I could say coming came that came to a relapse was when we watched WrestleMania because there was all those bags of chips, right? But even then, I didn't eat a ton of them. But no, like, so this did. this was really like my first like real relapse. But again, a funny thing happened. I felt terrible. Like, I just felt disgusting. And not in a, and I kind of said this on Facebook, not in like a, oh, woe is me, oh, God, why did I do this to myself? Right. Not not in that way, but in, like, just physically. I just like, oh, my God, I just feel fucking terrible. Well, your body's not used to it. No, exactly. I mean, you wean yourself off of something, and then you put excess of it in your body, and it's just just like like, going to be, what the fuck are you doing to me, man? Exactly. And it was just like, boom. I mean. And and yeah. that that led in that leads into the whole farting thing. Like I was farting up a fucking storm last night, um, and, and like I I think that's why I woke up so many times through the night is I was farted so loud I woke myself up. But like my goddamn room just just stank to the fucking high heavens, which is good good on a night like that that I sleep alone. Because <laughs> <laughs> anybody else would have just been like ah. Yeah, crack fucking, the window. They probably. I would. I would have woken Put up. A they hole would, in the wall. I would have woken up. <laughs> the person. Something. The person would have been fucking dead. <laughs> would have been like. Oh, I guess I gotta find another one. <laughs> no. Uh, but so you know. I, so I did that. But then again, I felt terrible, and I kind of see that as a step forward, which is cool because it's it's is a step forward towards changing the mindset, mm-hmm. so that just I know that. Like, I know I won't do that again, or I'm so much less likely to do that again because of the way that it made me feel, and I just felt just just gross, right? So, it, yeah, it sucked that I kind of relapsed, but at the same time, I can, pick, I can pick right back up. It's not like a drug relapse or anything like right. that. Like, it's just like, oh, my God, I need this or I'm going to die. But so it, it's something I can, I can pick back up, and I know I'm much less likely to ever do it again. That's good. <laughs> awesome. So we have been joined by another viewer in our chat stream, Rodney Broom, uh, and Rodney is saying something about having a cool, a uh, cool announcement, announcement for TCW. Let's so that's, see. I'm that's just going to go back awesome. up to the top here. Uh, let's see. That was Cody. 
So before we go any further here, mm-hmm. let, let's talk about Remembrance Day because it's coming up soon. It, it is. It is absolutely it's coming, coming up, up soon on and, Monday. And not many people or a lot of people have forgotten the meaning of Remembrance Day. Some of them, some of them seem to, um, kind of based on this whole, um, based on seeing like the the rise of this whole white poppy. Yeah, the, like the white poppy kind of movement. I, I had this, I had this down here for a little bit later in the show, but we might as well, we might as well tackle it now because it's happening very soon. Yeah, um, yeah. There's for for people that don't know uh, the white the don't know about the white poppy movement. Uh, basically, what it was is in the it started in the twenties. Right. The whole idea behind the white poppy being like, well, well the, the red poppy symbolizes that it's like stained stained in the blood of the soldiers that lost their lives and and things like that. Yeah. The white poppy is trying to put forward this idea of peace and no more wars and. They take it a step further, saying if you wear the red poppy, hmm. you're a silently consenting to whatever military action your country is currently involved in, and b you're glorifying war. Right. Um. Wh- which I I don't know. I, I mean, <sighs> the white poppy is, of course, the the peace poppy. Yes. Like they said. Mm-hmm. Uh, the red poppy when it came out, uh, in Britain, I do believe it was. Uh, yeah. Uh, yes. Uh, uh Britain, Britain, Ireland, Britain, yes. some somewhere, the, the the UK. We'll it call it the UK. For, it was for Remembrance Day. Yes. Uh, and I believe it had printed on it, uh, no more war. When it first came out, that is what it had printed on it. It did have it did have no more war on the black part on the inside. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So I don't get. I mean, I'm totally fine with the with the white poppy, uh, being the peace poppy per right. se, and the no more war. Mm-hmm. But it it the, the red and the white go hand in hand. Kinda. Yeah, it it's kind of like one's one's not different than the other. Right, and some people are trying to say that they are. Yeah, it's, it, they're it, they're really trying to make it something divisive. Like they're trying to make it something that sep like something separate, like to separate the two of them. Like yeah. one is one is good and one is not. And it's well, that's this. It's not the point. The point of it is like I can I can sympathize with the concept of the white poppy because like peace obviously is a great concept. Oh, definitely. I feel like the red the red poppy encompasses what the white poppy is trying to say and i don't think it glorifies war i think that's kind of an asinine statement to be perfectly honest but i'm not i'm not going to persecute somebody for wearing a white poppy i just have an alternate suggestion the suggestion would be to wear both Wear the red poppy and the white poppy. Juxtapose them against each other, and I think that's a more powerful message. Because by wearing both of them, if you if you if you want to wear the white one, I'm not saying don't wear the white one. I'm saying if you're going to wear the white one, also wear the red one. Because you can't argue that the red one is tradition, mm. and it's the prevailing tradition. And you don't don't intentionally upset people don't intentionally piss on a benign tradition that isn't intended to 
hurt anyone. It's intended to show remembrance and show that you care and show that you haven't forgotten about everything that soldiers have done for us, whether you agree with the military conflict or not. Right. That is, to me, is secondary. I would, if I would have been alive at the time, I would have vehemently disagreed with Vietnam. But at the same time, you have to understand whether I agree with it or not, Vietnam happened. Right. Or is happening. And there are people over there losing their lives. And I'm not going to intentionally disrespect or intentionally not pay proper respect to the people that are over there, whether I agree with the conflict or not. I'm going to actively disagree with the conflict, but at the same time, I have to understand the practicality of it. It's still happening. So I, I would say just wear both of them. It doesn't, it doesn't hurt you to wear the red one because it's an asinine statement to say that the red one glorifies war. Somebody put this on Facebook. Uh, one of the guys that was on, um, used to be on Dragon's Den. Yes. Like the Brett, uh, Brett Wilson, I right. think. He put a post out there on his Twitter and on Facebook and everything like that, which basically said saying that the red poppy glorifies war is like saying that the yellow poppy glorifies cancer. And it's like that is actually a pretty damn good analogy. <laughs> like that it is. doesn't it doesn't it doesn't glorify war, guys. It's it's you're 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 showing that you remember and you're showing that you care. You haven't forgotten about the this shit that happened. Whether you agreed with it or not, it happened. Mm-hmm. So I would just say wear both. But I, I again, I like the concept behind the white the well the just the concept of peace. Right. Obviously we're big fans of the concept oh, yeah. of peace. Most of definitely. Peace. But yeah, I, I don't necessarily think they're going about it the right way. Yeah. We'll put it that way. Um, Let's just say wear both. Yeah, wear both. Wear just wear wear yeah. your poppies, folks. When Remembrance Day comes around, go out to the service. Please pay your respects. Maybe I don't know if if you don't want to get a wreath, you don't have to. No, but just go. And yeah, for the all for all the men and women who've risked their lives exactly uh, over the countless years and and the number of wars. We'd just like to say thank you. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, just thank you very, very much for everything that you've done. And uh, we haven't forgotten, nor will we. Mm. All right. Well, enough of that somber note. Let's talk. Let's make some dick jokes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know if we got dick jokes. Uh, we probably, probably not till a little bit later. Um, but we should uh, announce here, I guess, what uh, what uh, Rodney Broom put in our uh, put in our chat stream. Uh, for the next uh, Twin City Wrestling show, and I guess we might as well get into what happened at the last Twin City Wrestling show, but we'll we'll get into this first. Sure. Uh, Rodney Broom, one of the uh, founding fathers of Twin City Wrestling, Smart Mark Alley, and one of the biggest TCW fans that we know, is going to be making his in-ring announcing debut at the Twin City Wrestling Show on November the 16th. That is so news. So, round of applause Whoa. here for Rodney. Uh, that is that is huge news. We also got some more news for that show, which is you. Mm-hmm. We've talked about this. Right. And I can't, I can't work that show. Right. I can come and set up, and I can come to tear it down, but I have... 
obligations with said fire department. Right. Um, you're going to be taking my throne for the night. It's, it looks that way. I guess I'm going to be running the uh, the audio and uh, probably, probably not video because there's not exactly a place to set up video there. But uh, but uh, the audio for sure. So I guess I'm going to be up uh, up running the boards and getting uh, making sure the mics work and running everybody's music and just having a grand old time. So uh, yeah, it looks like I'm going to be uh, I'm going to be taking Nick's spot uh, uh, for a night and uh, I get to. Uh, I guess since I'm going to be running the audio, I get to fuck with Rodney, which will be great. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, it, it's uh, it's uh, it's gonna it's gonna be a fun show. But let's talk about yeah, DJ Jazzy Robar. Exactly. <laughs> let's talk about the last show oh, just a little bit. Man. We're not really going to talk about the actual show itself. The actual show itself, once it got going, was fine. Yeah, oh yeah, totally fine. Absolutely, but. It was in the getting there. That's that's the story, that, that dear is muse. The story. <laughs> that is the story. So, of course, Twin City Wrestling had their second ever show in Blockhouse. That was on November the second. It was a Saturday, and really, like I, I only come into the story about halfway through. Like yeah. you really start the tale. So. Yeah. Why don't we start with you basically from the minute that you got there? From the minute I got there. I got there around one thirty. Nobody was there yet. Okay. The, and and once again, we'll just, let's just preface this yeah. by saying we're not blaming oh, no. anyone no, for the shit nobody. that happened. Like, it's, we're not, it's just a funny story. Exactly. It's just, we're, it's a, we're not blaming anybody no. at all. It's not, it's not like TCW was the first ever wrestling promotion to have trouble starting a show. Like it just it just it, it happens. Sometimes it happens. So you know, it's it's uh, it's just it's just a funny story. Mm. So so let's go. Go fire away. So the the trailer was there with the ring. I go, Okay. I'll just wait here for somebody to show up. Two o'clock rolls around, somebody from the fire department showed up. I go, Okay. Mm-hmm. I got the keys, got in got in the hall, went upstairs. Um Set up some chairs right. because the chairs weren't set up yet. Okay. Go okay. Uh, waited. Uh, Maverick was the first one to show up. Right. Which was cool. We we shot the shed and everything. Um. Then, uh, the boss showed up with all the gear. Okay. He was bringing it in, and I was like, "Whoa, smaller speakers." He goes, "Yeah, it's a smaller." place so i got smaller speakers i go okay fair dues fair dues okay so um i took everything up uh if if you've ever been to the blockhouse fire hall there's uh there's the open area and then there's kind of like a deck mm-hmm. uh that you can go up on right and that's where we decided to set all the sound gear okay. because it was out of the way right right uh so i i took it upstairs and i started setting everything up and I took a look at the back of the speakers and it, uh, the connection to the speakers was um, it was a regular speaker cable. Mm-hmm. But the regular speakers that we rented, uh, it was the female end mm-hmm. that went into the speakers, not the male end. I see. Yes, yes. And the soundboard also takes the male end 
of uh, the cable. Ooh, okay. So, so the two the two peripherals take the same end. Yes. So that obviously is an issue. <laughs> it is when you don't have cords right. like that. Fair enough. Fair enough. Okay. So I go. Oh crap! <laughs> <laughs> Run downstairs and get the boss. Right. So I'm like, I can't use this. He goes, well, can you jerry-rig something up? And I'm like, oh, I'll try. Right. Um, so I was rum- rummaging through uh, some boxes upstairs because they got audio gear and everything up there. Right. I'm just like, this thing go work. This thing go work. This thing go work. Shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I text you in a frantic. I'm right. like, Justin, you home? I need to run home and get my soundboard. At this, at this time, I'm down in the mall uh, just hanging out with a friend of mine who was working, and I get a text from this kid going, can I come to the house and get my soundboard, the one that we use for the podcast? So I reply to him, and I'm like, well, you know, I'm not, I'm not home, but I'm down in the mall. If you want to pop by, pick me up, we'll run up to the house and get the, and get the soundboard. So he said, okay. So we did that, and we came here, and we got the soundboard, and then Nick takes off back to Blockhouse. Uh, I stayed home because I was going to come to the show later. So we get the soundboard. You take off back to Blockhouse. Yep. Continue. Okay. Take back. Go to Blockhouse. Exactly. And then. I I set up all the equipment. It's working fine. The sound is fine. It's awesome. I had the laptop plugged in. Projector going. And then. The laptop bings. And I'm like, okay. uh huh, 7% battery left. Uh oh. No, before that. Sorry. Oh, Be- okay. Before that. Right. Because I- I'm missing a part of the story here. I-, mm-hmm. I-, I have this jumbled up in my head. Right. Before that, while I was setting up all the sound equipment, the guys were in the ring. Mm hmm. Uh, just bouncing around, having a grand old time. Exactly. Get, uh, getting themselves warmed up. Tim, Julius Fantana. Right. Goes and takes a uh, a run to the ropes and just bounces off on his back. Right. Uh, the top rope snaps. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so we're like, shit. Oh, no. <laughs> shit, shit, shit. What are we going to do? Luck would have it right. that Chuck Merton and his uh, ring technician were mm-hmm. sitting uh, in there while the guys were practicing. Right. I'm not not sure why, but I believe Dylan Sharp was there also. So, yeah. I mean, that, that would make sense. Exactly. But anyways, uh, his ring technician uh, helped splice together the rope, and they just moved the bot the bottom rope to the top and vice versa exactly if you've never seen someone hit the ropes in a wrestling ring basically very infrequently are you using the bottom rope yeah you know what i mean like the the real vital ropes are the top two yeah so as long as you know if your bottom rope is a little a little wonky you can you can get away with it in most in most cases. So they took the top rope that snapped, moved it to the bottom, took the bottom rope that was perfectly fine, and moved it to the top. Problem solved. Right. Problem solved. So big ups there again to Chuck Martin and Wiener for being there to 
to to help them do that, to help them jerry rig that, because without that, there's no show. Mm. And then <laughs> the laptop banged. Right. Seven percent of battery life yet. Okay. I go, well shit, I didn't see the power cable anywhere. Ran down, get the boss again. I'm like, boss, where's the power cable? Goes well. It's in my truck. All right. It's in my truck in a Sobeys bag with the, with the uh, digital cameras and shit that I'm going to record the show with. I go okay. <laughs> we need it. Yeah. <laughs> so we sent somebody out to get the power cable, and uh, we got it upstairs. I brought it out of the bag. It was missing the little adapter plug. <sighs> on the end that goes into God. the laptop. It's one of those cords where you can plug different size adapter heads mm-hmm. into it. Yep. And we were missing the the plug. Okay. While we were trying to find a plug that could probably fit the laptop, it dies. Otherwise known as needle in a haystack. Yeah. Well, you're trying to find the needle in the haystack, the fucking barn falls over. Yeah. <laughs> so, laptop is... <laughs> Dead. Nobody has any music. There's no videos. There's nothing. All we have is microphones. Yep. Shit. (laughs) Well then. So, at this time, the show is almost ready to start. I think by that point, I thought the show had already, should have already started by then. Which means the the people should have been inside about a half hour yes, ago. You're you're absolutely right. Right. They were they were just getting the the ropes switched at this right, time. Right. Exactly. Also. Yeah. So I go. Oh shit! I bolt downstairs. Mm-hmm. Open the door. Just like Robert, executive meeting yeah. now. <laughs> <laughs> Which was fucking great because my part of the story is I show up to the fucking show. There's only maybe. Four or five people in line at this point, two of which were Rodney Broom and his, well, I think wife. I think they're married. Um, so Rodney, Rodney, Rodney will be able to tell me he's in the chat stream. I'm pretty sure they're married. Uh, so they're there, and and I show up. They're the only people there, and we're kind of talking. Our minds are totally fucking blown that Chuck Martin is here because we see him come out from in the building, and we're like, "What the fuck? Why is Chuck Martin here?" Because at this time, we're still like, ragafragging. So (laughs) we're like, what the hell is he doing here? So we're having this conversation. And by the time Nick comes down, and there's there's people going in and out of the building just constantly. And we're just like, why can't we come in yet? Why can't we come in yet? Why can't we come in yet? Yeah. And I, I didn't think to text you because I figured something's going on in there. He's probably busy. So, <laughs> oh, man. So you don't I didn't, even know. Jesus Christ. So I didn't text him because I'm like, they'll, they'll figure it out. No, don't worry. Don't worry. Don't worry. So, yes, Nick bolts down the stairs and I just hear him yell, Robar, <laughs> executive meeting now. So I go up <laughs> to the top. I go up to the front of the line and we're talking and <laughs> Nick asks me what kind of laptop I have. So I'm like, I had to think for a second. I was just like, oh, it's uh, Samsung, I think. And eventually we make the decision that, well, first I come in. Yeah. And we're like looking at stuff, looking at stuff. And it's like, do you think this will fit this? And this is what the situation is and, and, and everything. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, holy fuck. Okay. Um, so we can go to 
my we can go to back to my house, back to Bridgewater from Blockhouse to get my laptop cable so that we can plug my laptop cable into the boss's computer so that we get music and video. Yes. Take it. So we went back to your place, <laughs> got the laptop cable, basically feuding uh, oh, all the way man. there and all the way back, which was comic relief for me oh. because, I mean, the, all the all the stuff that was going on, I, I needed it. Yeah. Oh, oh God, yeah. This, oh, yeah. this guy was about to blow his goddamn top <laughs> because he's just like, we're just in the car and he's just like, fuck it, Jesus, fuck it, <laughs> Christ, fuck it. And it was I like, did laptop. <laughs> Seriously, <laughs> that was that was the big joke. The whole ride back was just like there would be like a moment of silence, and then one of us would just yell, "A dead laptop? Are you fucking serious?" <laughs> it's just like, and it was it was therapeutic, especially for this kid. It was just like I'm gonna get all these bad feelings out by just letting loose in the car. Oh yeah, uh, and and you know what? It was great. It was great. We had to do it. We had to get. We had to expunge that from our fucking collective being. So we go and we get my cable. Cable. We got back. Cable doesn't fit. Cable doesn't fit. Son of a bitch. Still out of a laptop. Exactly. Nobody has music. Except I have my phone. Right. So Nick's got his, uh, we'll put it in front of the camera here, LG, Optimus G. So, and... Everybody that's coming out is either getting with a, a broken back. Oh yeah, anybody who's coming out is either getting a disturbed song, <laughs> a system of a down song, kill switch, kill switch engaged, or Lincoln Park. Right. And we're like, okay, well, you know what? Everybody's just going to have to live with it. Yeah, you know what? And I, I think I did a pretty good job on it. Exactly. And then, but then R and R, the R and R Express guys are like, well, we're we're fucking country like we're like country not hicks but yeah. like we're we're, tra- we're trailer park boys right like i mean we need fucking country music yeah and one of them i got their music what they wanted to be but right. the other one it was just it was just too hard to switch <laughs> phones you well, yeah exactly and not make it sound like shit yeah so so we're working on cell phones yeah we're working on cell phones and then <laughs> And then the eight hundred dollar piece of equipment—the mm-hmm. only thing, either than the speakers that we were using that was rented, right—did not reach the ring <laughs> for wireless signal. <laughs> it was not the batteries. Oh, the batteries God. were fine. <laughs> it wasn't the channel. The channel was fine. It wasn't the way that I held them. It doesn't matter if I put it in the air. It doesn't matter if I put it in my shoe. <laughs> it didn't matter if I... It probably would have mattered if, if I stuck it under the ring, because that would probably work. It probably would have worked, yeah. maybe. But why the hell would I do that? Exactly. It's not where the rest of the fucking equipment is. No. So why would we do something like that? So, the first two matches, the announcer's in the ring yelling. Yelling. (laughs) So, Rodney, this is what you have to look forward to 
<laughs> so while the in a week while the I was in the ring yelling mm-hmm. at uh uh the wrestlers to come on out because we didn't have music, we didn't have anything because I was running around trying to jury rig a wired mic together <laughs> exactly, which uh the got the fire place there uh-huh. the fire hall. All I can say is they saved their they saved our butts. <laughs> Thank God. I mean, because they had a whole bunch of wired mics upstairs. Mm-hmm. I was able to plug like two friggin' long cords together to make it reach the ring. It it really saved our ass. Right on. So <laughs> Yeah, and, and that was the last thing that went wrong for that show. Exactly. And I was so glad because if there was one more thing that would have went wrong, um, I just might have had to go to the ring. <laughs> Pull me into it. And do something. And DDT me <laughs> just on principle. Uh, yeah. So that is running a wrestling show 101. And again, it was nobody's fault, really. It was just a series of unfortunate events that all just piled up and all just happened at once. It was one of those... If it can go wrong, it will go wrong kind of things. And that sucks. Like, that's just, that's, it's not good at all. And, uh, yikes. It's just, just, it was not good. But that being said, the bar is set extremely low for next week. (laughs) (laughs) And next week's show is going to blow. The second show, or the the show uh, from November 2nd, it's going to blow that show out of the water. So everybody needs to get their tickets, get in line when they get there, get their tickets, get into that show, and see that show. Because the show is going to be excellent. They're going to be defending the world title on that show. You're going to have real great talent on that show. You need to be there. You need to see it. Again, even if you're only a casual wrestling fan, that's the place you need to be on November the 16th. Absolutely. And also, buy tickets for the November 29th show in Dartmouth, Nova Scotia. Exactly. Because afterwards, there's going to be an after party yes, there's at an the Rodeo Lounge. After party at the Rodeo, who now have new owners, apparently. Yeah. Uh, so that, that's where the after party is going to be of the November 29th show. And uh, get your butts out to see that, too, because that's going to be excellent. So anyone that's listening to our podcast from Halifax, Dave Pellerin, wink, wink, nudge, nudge, say no more. Get out to that show. It's going to be a great show. Absolutely. I think we've sufficiently talked about TCW enough for the show. I think so. Let, let's drop it down a little bit into some uh, terrible breaking news that's going on over in the Philippines right now. Yeah, a little bit. Nick Nick brought this to my attention. I, didn't, I hadn't heard a thing about it. but uh, So you, you kind of got the down low on this, sir, so you fire away. Yeah. Apparently there's a typhoon uh, that's hit the Philippines right now. Um, or it, it did. Um, not sure what they're calling it. Is that Haya or Haya or that's a uh, typhoon? Uh, I would pronounce it Haiyan. It's H A I Y A N. Haiyan. Okay. I would call it Haiyan. Haiyan or Haiyan. Okay. Maybe, um, maybe Haiyan. Anyways, go ahead. When when I was watching uh, the Weather Channel, uh, they said this hurricane was one of the most powerful uh, ones that they've seen. Uh. The wind in some places uh, 
went up to 275 miles per hour. Oof, and at one point, uh, they said that it hit 400, which I can't even imagine. No, that is nuts. Like, yeah. that's... Oof. Like four, like four hundred miles an hour. It's it's something I can't even contemplate. Mm. Like take take the average speed that a fucking NASCAR well a, a NASCAR driver would drive on like their fastest tracks mm. and double it. And like that's just that to me yeah, is crazy. That that is crazy. Now they're on the Weather Channel. They estimated uh, or they reported one hundred dead okay. uh, because of this, but uh, I'm. I'm just reading a. Uh, it's a CBC article. Isn't yeah, it? a CBC article here, and uh, they they estimate uh, deaths could top up to uh, twelve hundred, <sighs> which is not good at all. No, not good at all. Cody, Cody just put here in the chat stream four hundred miles an hour. You wouldn't even know what was happening, and that's pretty much it. Like, I mean, at four hundred miles an hour, a little piece of wood. Would, or like an an acorn would be a fucking death sentence. Yeah. Right. Like if you catch that in four hundred miles an hour and that hits you in the head, you're dead. Oh, definitely. You're just fucking dead. And that's yeah, that's you, exactly. You wouldn't even know what was happening. That would be. It would just be insane. Like I mean, I, I well, you and I both uh, lived directly through Hurricane Juan, and mm. that was like a quarter of of what this is saying it could have been. Like that's just. Oh, God, I can't even imagine. Right. So everyone that's in the Philippines, I'm sure we don't really have any Philip, uh, Philippian uh, podcast listeners, but uh, for any everybody in the Philippines, please stay safe and, uh, well, whatever steps you can take yeah. to being safe in the face of a 400-mile-an-hour fucking hurricane. Wow. But uh, whatever, whatever you can do to stay safe, uh, please do so and... Um, Hopefully, uh, hopefully those numbers are overestimates of uh, of people who uh, who lost their lives in that. But uh, that's scary. Like that's just that's yeah. just scary shit. And we were kind of talking before the podcast. It's like, does it feel to anybody else like it's like Mother Nature just like sending us a bill? <laughs> like when these when these things happen, like Hurricane Katrina and and the the earthquake in Haiti. Like, does it just not feel like Mother Nature? Is just sending humanity a bill for all the shit that we do against nature. Not not specifically to Haitians or Philippines or to anyone. Just to humanity in general. Just Mother Nature just saying, you, guys, you have fucked with me for so long. Every now and then, I'm just going to show you who's still in charge. And then they just do something like that. I'm sure that's conspiracy conspiratorial or whatever you want to call it but yeah you know it, it just it just it seems it just seems like sometimes these nature can do these crazy crazy things that you just wonder how exactly they can happen but speaking of conspiratorial okay um i i saw a really good show on uh i think it was a and e okay uh about a week ago um, keep in mind, uh, uh, November 22nd is coming up also. Yes. And that's the death of, of Kennedy. Right. Down in Dallas, Texas. Mm-hmm. Uh, and 
there there was a really good show on called JFK Smoking Gun. My, actually, my mother watched that. Yeah. Which, yeah. which had some very compelling evidence mm-hmm. and everything in it from ballistics uh, and everything. Uh, a guy pretty much spent, what, years mm-hmm. collecting data and going over shit. Wow. And um, he, anybody who hasn't watched it, uh, I, I would seriously consider watching it i i know a lot of people won't because it's not their forte right but um, but that is but that is but um yeah it's, it's quite interesting they they go over the fact you know uh oswald's gun was the uh was the full metal jacket round right and the round that that uh went to kennedy's head exploded so that was like incinerator round where it was yes. a hollow or a hollow point, sorry, mm-hmm. not incinerated around, um, which would shatter and blow blow the skull off. Yeah, exactly. And the the follow up card that had the Secret Service in it had the uh, the what if what type of gun would that be? Uh, uh, M M M M MP five, MP five, or maybe MA something. Okay. Anyway, it's mm-hmm. it's one of those uh, high powered uh, weapons that would have those type of rounds in it, right? And by the trajectory that uh, that he determined, uh, mm-hmm. the round came from that direction. Oh wow! Yeah, and so it, it's kind of neat. It's it's kind of neat to go back and actually look at that type of thing and say, you know what? That that actually makes a little bit of sense, mm. and it's actually, uh, I, I don't know. It, it's it's kind of uh, a little bit, yeah. Yeah, it makes it makes yeah. it makes you think about it for sure. Like stuff, and and as as technology advances, and and the way that we can determine these kind of things, I'm sure a lot of a lot of you know assassinations and killings and things that we thought we knew exactly what happened that. Maybe it'll show that uh, that we actually, you know, that we actually didn't. And uh, as long as as long as technology kind of keeps up, keep going, keeps going in that direction, rather, uh, we may we may see that more and more in the future. Apparently, we should all. I should also check out uh, Killing Kennedy. New TV, TV movie. movie is that based off the book by Bill O'Reilly, Cody? Uh, maybe know. you can. Maybe you can clarify that is for me. Is there a book called Killing Kennedy? There's the Bill O'Reilly has done a series of three books called one's called Killing Kennedy, one's called Killing Lincoln, and one's called Killing Jesus. And if you don't know who Bill O'Reilly is, Bill O'Reilly is a conservative political pundit down in the United States who uh, is just kind of an all around kind of douchebag sort of thing. Mm. Apparently the books are decent, but like I had I had somebody come to, up to me in the bookstore the other day and was like uh I see Bill O'Reilly's doing all these killing books. I wonder when he's going to do the book Killing Bill O'Reilly. <laughs> because that'll be cuz that cuz that'll be a bestseller and I was like, "Wow." <laughs> that escalated quickly. Yeah, that did. But I mean, I I can understand people not liking Bill O'Reilly because he's just he's a, a bit of a wank, but Cody, maybe you can verify for us if that's based off of the uh, based off the Bill O'Reilly book. Well, we've talked a lot of politics. We've talked a lot of death. Good. Let's go do something happy and upbeat. Craigslist. 
You've read my mind. <laughs> All right. We're going to the Craigslist. Craigslist. <laughs> Cody just verified that it is based off of the, the Bill O'Reilly book. All right. All right. So let's go to the Craigslist segment. I have three ads from Craigslist for you today. You did not call them articles. I know I didn't. Ooh. I thought about it, and I thought real good and real hard about it. You've nope. been practicing. Exactly. I've been practicing. So <laughs> Nick's going to talk for a second while you, I bring those up. You just stepped in the mirror for like 10 minutes before I showed up. You're like, ads. <laughs> ads, 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 articles, ads. ads. No, no, damn it, ads. <laughs> ads, 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 bum, ads. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> drugs, drugs, drugs. Which are good, which are bad. Drugs, drugs, drugs. Ask your mom or ask the guy on the corner. Uh, I'm sure he will say that they're good. I'm sure he'll say every single one is good. Oh, yeah. So the first ad I came up with here for you on Craigslist is going to attempt to answer the age-old question, really, that we've been posing since we started the Craigslist segment. Right. Can a real connection be found on CL? On Craigslist. The answer to that question, of course, is no. But let's read the ad anyway. Okay. Hey. Hi. Hello. How are you doing? My name is Nick. What's exactly. your name? I am wondering if any nice, easygoing, not perverted guys might be browsing Craigslist. You got two here? I was going to say, I think we might be the only two, and we're unfortunately probably going to make fun of you. Uh <laughs> I have tried POF before. POF, of course, standing for plenty of fish. Okay. And it's awful. I absolutely 100% echo your sentiments there. Plenty of fish, to me, is garbage. Have you been on Christian Mingle? (laughs) 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 Got to get to the Christian Mingle, those Christian boys that will not fuck you before marriage. Uh, Before I take the eHarmony plunge, honestly, eHarmony is where, if you're looking for someone to make a real connection with, eHarmony is where you should have started. But in in any case, before I take the eHarmony plunge, I'm going to give this a shot. All right. I am looking for a serious relationship that may head towards marriage, but of course we have to start somewhere and I would prefer to take it slow and avoid some of the mistakes I made in the past. Unless you're in the wrong place. So I was going to say, this girl, her head is in the right place. But her keystrokes are not, because the keystrokes are going to Craigslist, which is only guys looking to buy panties. Right. Or guys pretending to be girls selling panties. So, unfortunately, you're in the wrong place, dear, but I I appreciate the genuine nature of your message. So, here's what I'm looking for in a guy. Okay. 20 to 30 years old. Ding, ding. Ding, ding. Barely. But ding (laughs) ding, still. Exactly. Working. Ding. ding. It's like a half ding uh, for me. Yeah. I, I work, but not a lot. Has a car. Ding. ding. Womp, <laughs> That's an X for me. Non-smoker. Ding, ding. 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 Yeah. Not big into the bar scene. Ding, ding, I would uh, say. Because yeah, you go to a bar, but you're not there like right, daily. Right. So there you go. Intelligent. Womp, 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 You're... You're kind of intelligent. Mm. I'm I'm borderline. <laughs> I would call like my, myself my words sometimes don't come out right pineapple. <laughs> sometimes sometimes my cheeseburgers just don't make sense. Exactly, and they don't look right sometimes. <laughs> exactly. Seriously, guys. Good good conversationalist. I would say ding ding for both of us. Healthy, ding like a half ding. I'm not sure if I'm healthy or not. I gotta go and get a medical suit from the get, fire department, oh, so I might get something oh, like really nasty back. Congratulations, you're actually a woman. 
and kind. Ding, ding. Okay. Yeah. So we kind of fit the bill for this girl. In terms of looks, I like alternate looking guys. That's an what? X for both of us. Alternate looking guys. So like guys like alt alt rock kind of people. Uh, so that's an X for both of us yeah, because we're of, fairly normal looking. Yeah. Rockabilly guys, that's an X for both of us. Hipsters, that's a definite, that's a proud X for both yeah. of us, the fact that we're not fucking hipsters. Uh, trendy nerds. I'm not, even, I'm not even sure what that means. Like we're into like Doctor Who and shit. Maybe, possibly. All right, well, I mean, kind of ding for me. I like, I like, like. Well, I mean, we, we like, we like, Doctor we like Star Who Trek and Star Trek and Whee! video games. We did it. Get in here. <laughs> the the sound of us going we is the sound of Lieutenant Commander Data from Star Trek: The Next Generation riding the Enterprise <laughs> yeah. on those like slow glory shots. I just yeah. want to see him just sitting there with like a cowboy hat if going. Whee! Anybody is good. With Photoshop. Yes, for fuck's sake, please if, if do that would, for us. Please Photoshop uh, data on the Enterprise, just riding it. <laughs> and it's just like, it, having big words, Wee! <laughs> we would lose our minds. I'm pretty sure that would, that would, just, that would just be, I, I, don't, I don't know what I would do. Like, I would be so happy I would lose my mind. <laughs> that would be amazing. Uh, so Trendy Nerds, maybe... Kinda, I don't know. Muscle guys, well, neither one of us no. fit that bill. And blue collar tradesmen, facial hair, long hair, dreads, tattoos, scruffy piercings. How many blue collar oh, tradesmen do you see with piercings? I know very few, unless they're guys that tried to go out to Alberta and get real jobs because they couldn't get other jobs around here where they actually had to be in front of people. Tradesmen <laughs> with, with long hair and yeah, that's that's kind of that, counterintuitive. Yeah. Like, do you see a lot of tradesmen? Like, like no, because I mean, if you're a tradesman, if you're anything around machinery, yeah, I mean, long hair, it d- d- no, doesn't help. That, that's not going to help. That's 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 a hazard waiting to happen. Exactly. Uh, I am not really attracted to business types or really skinny guys. Sweet, <laughs> high five! Oh. Come on, high five! God oh. damn it! You know I'm it's out of here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you're 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 not a really you're not a really skinny guy. She's talking about like stick figure. Okay. Really yeah, skinny. I, I'm, guys. I'm not that. You're fine. Yo. You're fine. You Ooh. you don't have near the like beer tum tum that you <laughs> that <laughs> you, used to you have. have had before. <laughs> At times. I still have the tum tum, but you know, it's it's not it's not as big. And then she ends this ad really, really strangely. Mm. White guys only, sorry. <laughs> so she don't want no colors. Oh. Like, we fit it, but that just seems very... <laughs> she was going along at such a good clip, and then she's just like, white guys only. And it's like, you just you raise an eyebrow to it. Yeah. So, honey, I think your head is in the right place. You're just definitely on the wrong website. Most definitely. Can we can we say that? We can say that. I think that pretty well sums it up for this uh, this ad. Perfect. Let's move on. Uh, okay. We uh, see we lost uh, Cody nodding. He had to drop out and uh, told us to have a good weekend. You have a good weekend too, buddy. See you soon. Next ad that we have from Craigslist is called Make My Kinky Fantasy Reality. Ooh. Okay. Kinky. Nick has said on this podcast before he's kind of a kinky guy. I so have. Yes, you have. 
Matter of fact, you have. I know for a fact you've said that because <laughs> I remember putting it in one of the descriptions. Okay. <laughs> Apparently, I am a kinky guy. Exactly. You, well, you said you're kind of. Kind of. Kind of. Okay. All right. This is a 22-year-old girl, wink, wink, in Halifax. Uh, hi, dot, hi, dot, dot, hi dot. Hi again. Hi again. Welcome uh, to the show. But you, you seem kind of nervous, but yeah, it's okay. Don't worry. Have, have a seat. Cool down. We got exactly. some water in the fridge. You know, tell us about yourself. Exactly. Okay, this has been my biggest fantasy. All right. I am looking for a man into pegging. What is pegging? Pegging is fucking a guy in the ass with a strap on. Okay. Yes. Yeah. I really want to try... It, I'm very experienced with a strap-on, just never fucked a guy's sweet, tight ass before. I'm sorry, that made me giggle. <laughs> <laughs> and I want to try it. If you're interested in trying, send me and W mail with a pic. Does she want a pic of my sweet, tight ass? Because <laughs> I can provide that. I mean, like, you know, you're here, so make the picture taking easier. (laughs) You're going to ask me to bleach it beforehand. I am not going to. (laughs) I'll take care of the bleaching. All you got to do is click the button. Okay. Not my button, the button on the. You can point it. I'm not going to (laughs) look. I will will physically take the picture, but I, I am. Yeah. You know what? <laughs> For somebody to sit here and say, look, uh, I'm not going to look, <laughs> but I will take the picture of your sweet, tight ass <laughs> so that you can try to get laid by this girl with a strap on on Craigslist. True friend. True friend right there. He doesn't, he doesn't want to be a part of it, but he's going to take the picture because it's his buddy. <laughs> and that's what matters. So true friend right there. Ooh, okay. Well, um... This one is this one's interesting. Yeah. Uh that's you know what? It's it's definitely a kink. It's definitely a kink and uh I wish this girl the best of luck, but she will not be hearing from either one of us. No. Yeesh. Uh Rodney might be interested. Uh no, no, Rodney just said hilarious and disturbing at the same time. <laughs> and then you know what? That's pretty much that you know what that could be the tagline for this podcast, <laughs> not just this episode, but the whole yeah, podcast, pretty much. the whole run of our podcast, hilarious and disturbing at the same time. I would I would gladly accept that as a badge of honor for this podcast. Uh, Nick, as you know, uh, probably or you probably know, anyways, uh, Halcon is going on right now. Yes, yes, the Halcon, of course, being the uh, Halifax Sci-Fi and Fantasy Convention. Which I actually wanted to go this year, but I had no money to. No, fair enough. I wanted enough. to go to actually uh, Saturday's event, which which is today. Yeah, yes, huh. fair enough. Because the guy who uh, who did undergrads is going to be there. Yes, yes, there was. Yeah, there was an undergrads panel that was going on this afternoon, which would have been fucking awesome to be at because we're both huge undergrads fans. Yeah, uh, and there's still that real active petition online to get undergrads brought back which i think would be great even if you did it as like a web series like don't even get a television deal just just get your animators to work for dirt cheap and just make it a a web series but 
in any case, um, so Halcon's going on right now, and a big part of Halcon is cosplay. Right. Is people dressing up as their favorite sci-fi characters. Yeah, yeah. Huge part of any sci-fi convention. Cut to this person's Craigslist ad. <laughs> Entitled Odd Requests. This is a 20-year-old girl, wink, wink, in Fairview. Odd Requests. Yes. Well. She has odd requests. Isn't anything on Craigslist going to be Pretty a much little bit odd? everything on Craigslist is an odd request. It's like, I need a plumber, but one that I'm allowed to peg in the ass. <laughs> it's like hmm i don't think i need the money that badly but yeah so this is odd requests and here's the ad as one can most likely deduce from the title of this ad i have an odd request (laughs) no really you know what if someone can't deduce (laughs) that i don't think you want to meet them i'm a bigger girl size 18 well you know it is what it is yeah and i'm currently looking to just fuck Simple as that may seem, this is where the odd request comes in. Okay, so she wants to fuck. She's a big girl. She wants to fuck. That's fine. I've fucked big girls before. It's, hey, it, sometimes it can be more fun. Uh, I'm a bigger girl, and I'm just currently just looking to fuck. I'm also a bit of a geek. Okay. Uh, yeah. I like role-playing and cosplaying, and would very much like to try and combine that with my sex life. I have pretty odd fandoms and pretty obscure costumes already made, but if you feel like you may be able to help me out, let me know. Reply with the title Cosplay and a list of the fandoms you're in to get the conversation going. So this girl is a a horny bigger girl, just wants to bang, but really wants to bang her favorite fandom characters or dress up like your favorite fandom characters so Mm. that you can then bang them that's interesting it's interesting you know and sometime sometime what i would love to do like kind of a fantasy episode for this show we have a mutual friend who is a sex therapist or a trained sex therapist janice lane yeah i would love to get her on the podcast in studio and spend just a whole hour just going through Craigslist ads. Because mm-hmm. I would love to pick her brain as a trained sex therapist about stuff like this. Yeah. Because this seems yeah. to me like role playing and dressing up in costumes and stuff actually kind of seems like a fairly standard kind of kink or preference or anything like that. Like. Normal people like to do that. So right, absolutely. she calls this an odd request. I don't really see this as all that odd. It's a little niche because it's like, oh, you know, I want to know what fandoms you're in. Yeah. So that's kind of niche. It, but at the same it's, time, it's more nerdy than odd. Absolutely. And that's perfectly fine. We love us some nerds. <laughs> so, I mean, we love that shit. Right. So this girl considers that kind of odd request. I don't really see it as that. I think this, you know, this girl just needs to rock what she likes and don't apologize for it. Don't call it odd. It's what you like. Roll with it. Yeah. It's not hurting anybody. Fire away. Absolutely. As a positive and lootly. Okay. Uh, let's see. What uh, what else do we really have? Um, aside from stupid recent news, which we have a couple stupid recent news articles here as well. Uh, I kind of wanted to talk 
just very, very briefly, and this I could get into a long thing about this. No, you know what? Fuck it. Let's 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 save that for another time. Because okay. I can because I could really get into a long thing, and we're already at like an hour. Okay. So let's we'll leave we'll leave that for next time. Let's just take a peek here. What might we? Da, da, da. We talked about the white poppy movement. Uh, la 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 la. The right to privacy in public life. I don't really. I'll, I'll say I'll say this one thing. A coworker of mine called me last night at work. And told me this story about how there was a mother. They went to see Thor, the new Thor movie, right. which is now out. Uh, they, and they went to see it. And this woman had or was trying to save the whole back row of seats. Because like people would come up and she'd be like, no, 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 those seats are saved. You can't sit here. Or no, 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 don't sit there. Don't sit there. These are all saved. Like she's trying to save a whole row. And my coworker was like, you can't really do that like i mean if you're gonna have that many seats arrange something ahead of time yeah i mean i can understand saving like one or two right oh i mean well i mean everybody does that yeah. sometimes you just save a seat just for the sake of having the seat a seat free between you and i do that all the time yeah because i don't want somebody right up on my big fat childbearing hips i, I want a seat i want i want a buffer zone damn it somebody's knocking on your door oh no someone's knocking on my door um Rap tap tapping. Rap it. Rap a tap a tapping. So, like, she's so she's telling me this story, and uh, she's like, "Well, you know, you can't. You, you really, you can't do that. You can't save a whole row of seats." Yeah. And she's like, "Listen here, my child is autistic and is prone to seizures, and he invited all of his friends to come see this movie, and you, you can't tell me I can't save all these." Blah, blah, blah. And it's just like, if you knew this was happening. Why would you not save all of these seats? Yeah. Or, or like, why wouldn't you arrange something ahead of time with 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 somebody? So they call uh, one of the theater people to come in, and it's just like, look, this is what this lady's doing, but she, she, you know she can't do this. And the the person at the, with the theater was like, went up to her and was like, you can't, you know, you can't do this, right? Like, it's it's opening weekend for this movie. You can't. You can't not book something ahead of time with us and then try to save a whole row of seats. Like, you just, you can't do that. Right. And so she's just going and going and going on about it. And finally, she's like, okay, well, fine, whatever, and blah, blah, blah. So they, they eventually they worked it out. So my coworker is sit, is sits down to start watching the movie. And all of a sudden, she sees someone, someone creeping the phone. Up, up over their shoulder, like stealth style, mm. trying to take a picture of her. So she was like, "Can I help you? Like, what? Like, what are? Why are you trying to take my picture?" And she like put her hand up in front of it or whatever. I was like, "Why are you trying to take my picture?" Mm. And it turned, and the the person turns around, and it's actually a girl we went to high school with, who I've had dealings with in the past that have not been the the greatest. Oh, okay, I won't name drop her because that'll just cause more problems. Yeah. But, but um, if you've had trouble with somebody in the past, that means that they're uh, they're pretty douchey, and they're still and like and they're still this way. And she turned around and she was just like, "I was gonna, t- I'm gonna take your picture. I was gonna take your picture, and I was gonna put it all over Facebook because you are being uh, discriminatory towards this woman and her child that has problems, and people should know about it." And my coworker was like, A, who the fuck are you to make that decision? And B, if you do that, 
I'm getting the fucking cops involved because that's harassment for one thing. Yeah. And the girl was right obnoxious about it with everything. It was like, good luck finding my Facebook. But it's a girl that comes into the bookstore all the time. So again, my coworker calls me. Yeah. And is like, do you know this girl? You know this girl? And she described her and I was like, oh yeah, I know exactly who that is. And I know... I know where her Facebook is, and I know where her girlfriend's Facebook is, and I can give you all of that information. So, <laughs> so it's like, good luck finding nice. me. It took her all of about 15 seconds of talking to me on the phone to figure out who it was and everything. So that just goes to show, like, social media can be used in one way, but it can sure be used in another way oh, as well. definitely. And it, 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 led, it led me to ask, like, what... What are your rights to privacy in in public life? Like, I mean, something like that shouldn't happen because that that's akin to a guy walking around with a cell phone in a bar taking upskirt shots of of women. Like, that's it, it's it's not the exact same thing, but it's akin to it. Right. It's your a picture is being taken for a purpose that either you don't consent to or you don't know about at all. And she was just she was trying to like ninja it over her shoulder, and it's just like just like just silly and creepy and just really really shady shit and it's just it it it, it bugs me that so like social media has got that kind of power and we're going to have a uh, another talk about facebook we're going to save it for not the next podcast because next podcast will likely be wrestling related but the next no holds barred i got a little rant for you about facebook because uh, i got into an interesting discussion with a couple of people about the purpose of Facebook and social mm-hmm. media and all that stuff. So we can get into that conversation next time. Sounds good. Is there anything else you would like to toss on there aside from, we'll end it with stupid recent news, but was there anything else on there that you wanted to uh, to toss on before we got into that? No, I think we pretty much hit everything on the head Beautiful uh, that we wanted to. So let's get into stupid recent news. We'll end it with some funnies. Okay. Coming to you live around the world, people doing stupid news and stupid news-related articles. Justin, Nick, yeah. Exactly. Listen to it. So the first, and these I can call articles because they're actually articles. The first article here comes from The Telegraph, which is in the United Kingdom, with the headline, Clown in Town Leaves Locals Terrified. (laughs) (laughs) And the subtitle, a town has been left spooked by the mysterious appearance of a man dressed in a clown costume. (laughs) The sinister figure has repeatedly been spotted around Northampton in full attire and makeup, sporting a frizzy red wig and waving at passersby. One woman reported the clown had knocked on her front door and offered to paint her windowsills, despite Uh having no equipment on him. What? (laughs) Holy freaking hell. There have been no explanation for the sudden nocturnal appearances of the man who bears a striking resemblance to the character Pennywise, as portrayed in the film uh, in the film of Stephen King's horror novel It. (laughs) So he looks like the clown from It, which is really fucked up. Uh But unlike Pennywise, Northampton's version has set up a Facebook group detailing his exploits. Oh, my God. So really, he signs off each update with beep, beep, (laughs) the King character's catchphrase. So he's trying to make it so that, like, 
he's trying to make the the killer clown from Stephen King's It yeah. into more of a cuddly and childlike creature. <sighs> That's something that you cannot do. I don't think so. I just I don't I don't really think it's something that's going to work. Um just like <laughs> it just seems really really creepy. Uh his arrival has prompted speculation among local residents who fear he may be up to no good. Do you think? Some have threatened to attack him if they ever see him in the East Midlands town. <laughs> He is, meanwhile, taken to social networks to defend himself, saying he just wants to be spotted. He wrote, too much hate, not enough love. To prove I'm real to all the lovers and doubters, I'll see you in town today. Keep those eyes peeled. I don't terrorize people. I just want to be spotted. I'm also not on Twitter as it confuses the heck out of me. (laughs) However, I might go for a jog around that pond in Abington Park later as I'm really unfit. See you around. Beep, beep. Oh, God. So this clown is either going to murder your children or he just kind of wants you to notice him. (laughs) I hope he notices me today. I hope. Mr. Clown, I for one salute you because I don't think you're doing anything wrong. But this is just very, very strange. (laughs) It's a little off kilter, but not necessarily menacing. We'll put it that way. Weird. We <laughs> pretty much. Uh, we'll move on to our second article here, which is a Pennsylvania haunted house issues naked challenge. Haunted house. Ooh. Haunted house. So it's Ghostbusters. They're walking around with their equipment. They're just like walking around, walking around, walking around. All of a sudden. Exactly. Priority scan. Exactly. And they Priority go, scan. what the hell? And there's somebody naked. Exactly. Maybe it's a ghost. They don't know. <laughs> this is happening in Sinking Spring, Pennsylvania. A Pennsylvania Halloween park is challenging visitors to pass through a haunted house in the nude for the naked and scared challenge. Okay, this can be bad. <laughs> This sounds like the oh, rapey this, haunted this, house. This could challenge. be bad or good. That's true. Because if they have one of those dark rooms mm. where everybody's like feeling around, exactly <laughs> to try and get somewhere, exactly that can be good, or it could turn out horribly <laughs> wrong. Exactly. You think you think you got like a nice pair of boobies, and then you realize it's me, <laughs> or testicles, or testicles, and you realize it's a someone you thought was a lady when you first saw them. Then you're like, oh, oh, oh no. Uh, but the, the naked and scared challenge seems like a very strange challenge. Yeah. Uh, the Shocktoberfest attraction in Sinking Spring said guests can pay twenty dollars after midnight once the park's regular hours have ended have ended to pass through the haunted house for a challenge inspired by the Disney Channel or Discovery Channel's Naked and Afraid reality show. The Disney Channel. <laughs> D- Naked Miley Cyrus challenge. How is that inspired by the I came in like a wrecking ball. Sorry. How is that inspired by the movie Naked and and Scared? No, it's it's a it's a it's a naked and afraid reality show. Yeah, I know. I, oh. I've seen it. Before. Oh, uh, uh, I, I've I don't watched know. a episode, if that. Mm. I have no idea. Um, the park said participants can go either nude or prude, an option to leave one's underwear on during the challenge. Mm. 
Officials said only guests over the age of 18 will be allowed to participate. That's probably good, or else you'd have high school kids fucking in the haunted house. Um, and they will undress in a semi-private pre-show building <laughs> to keep them out of view of minors and non-participating customers. The parks. There you go. <laughs> The park's website said the attraction is not meant to be sexual, and no sexual misconduct, inappropriate, or disrespectful behavior will be tolerated. Um, good luck trying to enforce that. Or, if your haunted house is so scary, what if someone poops? Because <laughs> <laughs> then it's just all out of everyone's business, <laughs> instead of just in the person's pants. It's true. Oh my. That's kind of scary. We're going to get us out of here on this one, and this is one I picked especially for Nick. Ooh. Wisconsin man combines all 43 McDonald's sandwiches. Wait, so he's he bought one of every sandwich? Or he just bought, like, 43 <laughs> sandwiches? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, this happened in Wauwatosa, Wisconsin. A Wisconsin blogger said it cost him $140.33 to purchase one of each sandwich offered at McDonald's and then assemble them into the McEverything. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. That is fucking great. This is something that I've always wanted to do. Nick Chipman. He's even named Nick. (laughs) This was was you, wasn't it? (laughs) No, he th- even wears a hat that looks like your old hat. It does. Jesus Christ! He stole my hat. This guy sold. This guy stole your whole identity and your <laughs> idea. The Mick Everything. Nick Chipman, a blogger for DudeFoods.com, said he went to the McDonald's in Wauwatosa, Wisconsin, a half hour before the end of breakfast, so he would be able to order all forty-three sandwiches made by the fast food chain. He used bamboo skewers to stack them into a creation he dubbed the McEverything. Chipman said his entire bill came to $141.33 because he also ordered a Diet Coke. (laughs) Good idea. Well, you got to get a diet one. You don't want to be a fatty. If if you're ordering one of everything on the menu, might as well throw on a Diet Coke with that. Aside from keeping the McEverything from toppling over as I was assembling it, I'd say the hardest part of building it was not eating any of the sandwiches <laughs> until it was complete. I bet. I'm, I'm a total sucker for McDonald's sandwiches, especially the McGriddles. <laughs> Chipman said he, unsurprisingly, was not able to eat the McEverything in one <laughs> sitting. Really? There's a fucking shock. <laughs> With all the leftovers I have, I have got all my breakfasts, lunch, and dinners covered for the next week or so. Dude, have you watched Super Size Me? Oh my god, this this guy's going to be doing the new fuck this the, the new Super Size Me. That is hilarious. That is so funny. One of every sand- and you got to go before breakfast, like just before breakfast yeah. ends cuz then you're making the lunch stuff, but you can still make the breakfast stuff. Yeah. That's amazing. That, that is amazing. So to this Nick fellow who stole your identity, uh, I salute you except for stealing Nick's identity. Get that shit back. (laughs) Yeah, I want that shit back. Exactly. All right, ladies and gentlemen, that is going to do it for us for episode number 26 of the No Holds Barred podcast. Tune in next week, which we're likely going to be doing the next episode of Last Fan Standing, talking some wrestling for you. Some interesting stuff going on in the world of wrestling. A couple people got cut from NXT that I'm kind of surprised that happened. 
So we'll be talking about that, talking about a whole bunch of stuff. TNA potentially being sold. We've got some uh, some news on some potential buyers for TNA. Yep. All that good stuff. We'll talk about that to you next week. I'm Justin. Yeah, I'm Nick. And this is No Holds Barred, episode number 26. We'll see you next week. Later, guys.